And how do I move forward from any intense emotions, any intense feelings at all? That's the question today. How do you move forward when you have such big battles with your emotions? How long do we sit in the feelings that we feel? yourself at the world championship standing on the big stage with stadium seating all around you thousands of people watching live so many people rooting for you from the stands your family and your friends and other folks around the world and you've been cruising through it's like ncaa the bracket is getting smaller and smaller and every round you are crushing it the week-long world championship you are so close to the finish line and you've been cruising one round after another after hundreds of people have been getting knocked out over the season, over this tournament, specifically the world championship. And all you have to do, two rounds left, you get eight balls each round, 16 chances to do the most simple thing and just hit your basic fundamentals and you are through to the big stage. You are through to the money rounds. You are through to television rounds. You are there for the whole world to see, to witness, to watch your absolute pinnacle of performance. And you have the most simple platter right in front of you that you are just being handed. 16 attempts, you just need one in play. Doesn't even have to be a record-breaking thing. It could be the most simple performance of your life. And you shit that down the drain in front of everybody you go home with nothing you can't even get one out of those 16 chances you ever just find yourself in that situation like i don't know i did in september of 2019 the last world championship that i competed in <sighs> so now you're stuck with the question how do i move forward from here the intense feelings, whatever they may be, how do you move forward? Obviously, this one it was a series of intense feelings of feeling let down. I let myself down. I let friends down. I let family down. I let everyone supporting and rooting for me down. There's a lot, there's a lot bottled up in there. It's kind of like a big jungle juice of disappointment and pain and misery. And you just want to wallow in your sorrows by yourself away from everybody. So you have to ask yourself, how do I move forward from these intense feelings? And how do I move forward from any intense emotions, any intense feelings at all? That's the question today. How do you move forward when you have such big battles with your emotions? How long do we sit in the feelings that we feel? How long do those feelings last? When do we know to move on? Should I move from sadness? the same way that I move from happiness? What if I don't wanna move at all from the emotion that I'm feeling? What if I wanna just sit right here in it? What if I wanna do that? Well, if you've never wondered these sort of things, now is a great time to wonder. Now is a great time to wonder. How do I move forward from these feelings? Whatever those feelings may be, right? We have six basic emotions give or take, depending on which psychology information or resource you're getting this from, 
we have more or less six basic emotions. Happiness, sadness, disgust, fear, surprise, and anger. Again, give or take a few, but that's the foundation. We're going to keep this simple for the sake of figuring this question out for ourselves. How do you move forward from these intense feelings that we have? So happiness, sadness, disgust, fear, surprise, and anger. Which of these are your favorite? I'm going to give you a second to think about this. Which of these basic the the foundational feelings, emotions that we we all experience. Which of these are your favorite to feel? And I'll give this a moment. Some Jeopardy music. All right. Rest in peace, Alex Trebek. So of these emotions, I'm guessing the favorite to feel would be happiness, maybe surprise. Happiness or surprise. Sadness, disgust, fear, anger, not most people's favorite things to feel. Although, there is something about anger that, that I think a lot of people do love to feel. When, when you feel that, that rage, wherever it may be coming from, whatever it is, it's like jet fuel for a lot of people. That's why they keep getting angry because there is some form of a payoff from our anger, where you you could be living the most mundane life, and then you get cut off in traffic, and now you're in you're in the safety of your vehicle, to where you can turn into a rage machine. And most people don't turn that into actual violent acts like road rage, but you can you can go off. You can let loose like the Hulk inside your vehicle, and there's something about that 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 boost of adrenaline in a sense where you're just letting it all go, but you're also in the safety and the confines of your vehicle. So nobody's really at risk here. There's something appealing about that. Like it's, it's a, a nitrous boost, like jet fuel to your system for a lot of people. So some people do tend to stay angry and keep pursuing anger, whether that's intentional or just unintentionally not checking the anger. So for the sake of that, some of you might have said, yes, anger is something that I love to feel. But why those? Why happiness or surprise, those being the most common? Why happiness, for example? Why is that the, the favorite of the basic emotions to feel? Why not fear? Why not sadness or disgust? Why is it that we, we all typically love to feel happiness. That's something we all pretty much agree on, that happiness is the feeling. That's what we want to feel. Why not the other ones? Next question is, which ones are good and which ones are bad? So if we're looking at happy versus angry, well, which of those is good? Which is bad? Is happy good and anger is bad? Or sadness and surprise? Which of those is good versus bad? Sadness. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's kind of bad. I don't really, I don't like feeling sad. I don't want other people to feel sad. So that's a bad emotion. And then we have surprise. Well, I love surprises, right? Birthday time, uh, surprise party, a surprise gift from a loved one or a friend, or even for ourselves. If we just have a pleasant surprise that we treat ourselves to that we didn't even plan on doing, but just serendipitously, here we are. I'm loving this moment. Is that good or bad? That's the question. 
And if we're going to answer our original question, how to move forward from the intense emotions that we feel, whatever that may be, if we're going to move forward from that, we have to first define, we have to first look at the root of, of where we are operating. So the foundation of our assumptions. So good versus bad. Well, when we're talking about emotions, and especially emotions that we all feel, if we're, if we're going to judge everything we do based off of good and bad, or everything that we feel rather, based off good and bad, that's going to lead to a completely different set of circumstances and a different experience in life than if we, let's say, looked at emotions instead of a good or a bad thing to categorize them as. We just looked at emotion as, as signs, as symbols, as something that would indicate something ahead or something going on right now, right in this moment, right in this space. So if you think of driving and you think of your emotions, so let's say anger. Anger was a road sign that <laughs> anger was a road sign that said congestion ahead. You know, everybody's angry. I can't get to where I'm going. I'm being held back. I'm stuck in traffic. And that's, you know, I'm that that's anger. So there's a sign there. There's a sign that's popping up. And then let's say fear is a sign. It's the caution sign. There's danger ahead. There's something up here, something in this area that you need to be really, really alerted to. You have to be on top of your game, your driving game. You have to be completely attentive because there's danger ahead. So that's fear. What if we looked at our emotions this way? Instead of, oh, fear is bad and anger is bad. Instead of looking at as good or bad, what if we just used our emotions for our benefit? What if we used our emotions to tell ourselves something that's going on in our lives. And that's actually what we do. That's actually what happens with our emotions. We just aren't really taught how to manage those or how to interpret them, how to take the feelings that I'm feeling and start asking yourself, well, why, why am I feeling fear right now? Why am I feeling anger right now? Well, if you're feeling fear, there's likely something to be afraid of or something, if not to be afraid of, there's something to pay a little extra attention to. Why am I feeling anger right now? If you're feeling anger, it's likely something that has to be taken care of or something internally that we have to work on. I know for me, a lot of the things that make me so angry, it wasn't until just recent years that I started to realize the more I asked questions about that anger, well, why am I mad right now? Well, I'm mad because my my girlfriend did this, 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 or whatever. Okay, well, she did that, but is it really that big of a deal? Why are you mad? Why are you why are you mad instead of something else? Why are you mad instead of indifferent or instead of happy or instead of sad? But why are you mad specifically? And getting down into the nitty-gritty. The more I started to ask these questions about my emotions, the more that I started to realize that there's there's a reason behind everyone and they are typically pointed right back at me. I'm angry at this situation because what you did makes me feel like I am falling short on what I aspire to be. So because you called me out on not doing what I said I was going to do, when in reality, you being my partner, that's a that's a beautiful thing to do. And you're trying to help me be accountable to myself because I said I'm the one that originally said I was going to do this. So you calling me out isn't the problem. I'm not angry because you called me out. I'm angry because 
I actually fell short of what I said I was going to do. And now you're calling me out is making me realize that and feel like I am less than adequate. I am less than qualified to be your partner. I'm less than qualified to be my own partner to myself, the person that I really want to be in myself. So the more that we dive into our emotions, the more that we're going to learn about ourselves, the more you ask questions of why am I even feeling this way? Why am I feeling sad in this moment at this thing? Well, if you ask yourselves and you start to dig a little bit deeper, the more we do that, the more we figure ourselves out as well as be able to figure our relationships out in a lot more healthy way. So instead of emotions being good versus bad, what if emotions are just signs for what is present or ahead? What if they are just alerts, they're signals? And if we start to use those or, or at least look at our emotions in that way, then we will be able to operate in a completely different way than good versus bad. Most of us aren't really taught how to handle our emotions. We're taught how to subdue them. You sh- don't be angry. You sit still, stop yelling, stop this, stop that, whatever it is. We're, we're taught all of those things on how to subdue ourselves. That's, that's what civilization has, has taught us to be civilized. You can't express anger when you're angry. And if you are angry, go express it somewhere else. Don't actually express it here. Well, What if we can use the anger and expressing it in a healthy way, not a dangerous way, not a violent way, just being angry in itself isn't bad. That's not bad at all. That's a sign that something is going on we need to pay attention to. So before we position ourselves on uh, how to move on from intense emotions, we, we really need to determine what the emotions mean. Do they mean something good? versus bad or do they just mean something is is happening that we should be more aware of we should be more alerted to a friend of mine sent me a quote uh, the other day it's a, a quote from tony morrison and it says she says i did not want to feel anything that did not originate with me i want to feel what i feel what's mine even if it's not happiness whatever that means because you're all you've got So we have life, right? Life happens where we experience intense events from romantic breakups to friendship breakups to getting fired from work or or, uh, death even, right? Death of of friends, family, loved ones, people we've never even met. You know, I I recall when uh, Robin Williams passed away. I was really shook that day for for more than just a day, but that really got to me. I've never met Robin Williams. I've never known him personally, but that for some reason was just so, so powerful to me. And I was so sad when he passed away. It doesn't have to be the direct experiences with these people that we know or we interact with directly for us to be affected. So when we're talking about life and we're talking about this series of emotions that we we all experience and the intense emotions that we have, once we define it, okay, it's not good versus bad, it's just a signal. Now we can also look at the good, right? There's yes, there's death, there's breakups, there's all these things, but there's also births, there's also marriages, there's also graduations and it's so much more. So to take all of this into account and go back to our original question, how do we move on from intense feelings even the mundane feelings the day-to-day um just droning through this is what i have to do this is you know wake up do my routine 
come home, do this, do the same thing, go to bed, wake up, do it all over again. Those mundane things as well. How do we navigate the feelings that we have? How do we move forward from those? So back to the world championship. I This is 2019. This is September 2019. I spent the next week I, I was I sat alone. I I sat in silence. I was I'm a guy that listens to a lot of music. I listen to music from almost from the moment I wake up to the moment I go to sleep. I sat alone. I sat in silence for so long. I was asking myself just questions of of existential questions. Why am I even pursuing this sport? Why? Am I even putting myself out there? Why am I even on social media? Why do I even share my business? Why do I even show up to an event like this where, you know, I I obviously was just such a failure. I couldn't close it. And it was just a massive fail and embarrassing. It was all these things. So how did I move forward from it? Well, I did that for about a week. I was very much in my mellow drama for about a week. It wasn't until a week later that I decided to to make a video on Instagram, an Instagram um, TV video that's, you know, I don't know, 10, 12, 15 minutes long, however long, where I did express whatever I was feeling. I don't remember what I said in that video. It's still on my page, but I just know that that for me was my, my, my tipping point to get out of the funk. We're talking a full week that I was so upset and embarrassed and feeling like a failure a full week from an event where the competition is who can hit a golf ball nobody even died and i'm upset for a week over this the question isn't was that the proper way for me to cope to be feeling so melodramatic for a week and then (laughs) cure it by sharing a video on social media that's not it the thing that we have to really take into account when we're trying to figure out how do we move on from whatever it is that we're feeling. First of all, if you can get ahead of these things, that's a really great thing to do. So if you, and by getting ahead, what I mean is when you start to anticipate. So for example, I know for me, I know this about myself right now, and I don't have any expectation of feeling sad soon. I have none, but I do have sort of a game plan. So this is something to anticipate these these emotions and how we should handle them. It's not a good idea for me to try and solve or get through my emotions, especially the intense emotions. It's not a good idea to try to figure that out while I'm in them. I, I don't think that's a good idea. If I find myself in that, that situation, I'm going to give it my best and hopefully it comes out well. But what I think is a much more useful way and a useful strategy to have something in place is to create a plan. So I know when I'm sad, I need to communicate that with one person and and do it very well. And that's that's my partner. That's Jeanette, my my partner in crime. I love this woman. And I will tell her I'm feeling sad and then just express what I need or what I feel like I need in that moment. I'm feeling sad. Can you just listen to me? Uh, I'm feeling sad. I don't know what it is. Can you help me try to figure it out? Whatever it is. There's a game plan there, though. I know that there's kind of a series of actions. If I'm feeling angry, it's the same thing. I have a game plan that I figured out now while I'm level-headed before I start feeling the rage, before I start really being in the moment. That's not when I want to figure out what my game plan with anger is. 
I want to do it when I'm level-headed, when I have time to think about it. So if you've never asked yourself this question, how do I move forward from intense feelings, intense emotions? Now, assuming you're a level-headed person in the moment, since you're watching this or listening to this, that you're not in a state of rage. If you've never thought about how to move forward from your intense emotions, now is a good time to start to get curious about it. If I'm feeling angry, what should I do? What would be a healthy way for me to not just try to ignore my anger, but to actually feel it, truly feel it, give it some space. Don't try to brush it away under the rug or anything. If you need to step away from the situation to actually embrace the anger that you're feeling and deal with it, that's fine. There, there are times when if I'm in a really frustrated situation or conversation, a lot of times it's me. I'm just built up and worked up or whatever the case is. It's not the person that I'm, I'm directing my anger to. It's me. It's something that is within my power and I've let it get to this phase. It's okay for me to say, hey, right now I'm not in a good state to have a conversation with you. I'm just going to blow up and I really don't want to do that. So can you please give me some time or some space and we'll, we'll pick this back up later. That's totally fine. The point here is get a game plan for whatever emotions, especially the ones that are more common for you that you find yourself feeling challenged by. If you're unsure and you feel like, man, when I get sad, for some reason, I just, I stay sad for weeks at a time or uh, it, even days at a time or hours if I get mad, whatever it is. If you can figure out a game plan for yourself and just think about it. It doesn't take forever to figure out a game plan. And once you do, you could share it with somebody, a close friend or anything, someone that you trust that can help with those processes. If you can just spend a little time for yourself and think about how to get through the intense emotions, you will be so much more prepared when you experience them. And this is life. We do experience them. We experience loss. We experience death. We experience sadness. We experience surprise we experience anger and fear and disgust and so many other things these are just the simple the basic the foundational ones there's so many things that we experience if we can take the time set up the game plan share that game plan with somebody you really love and trust you'll find it's a lot easier to cope it's not something that i would say there's this amount of time that you should take on anger or happiness like Maybe you want to stay in happiness as long as you can. Maybe you want to get out of anger as quickly as you can. That's fine. Just figure out for yourself, what is it that I believe? Are, are emotions good and bad? Or are emotions just a signal for me that something needs a little bit more attention? Are these emotions something that I can cope with right now? Do I need a moment? Is this something that I can take a little time and sulk and spend a week feeling terrible because you didn't hit a golf ball in a certain place. Whatever it is, if you have a game plan, if you do have somebody that you love, then you are in a, that'll help you out. You are in a, a great place. That's a terrific spot to be. You can handle it, whatever it is, take your time. Don't feel the pressure to get in and get out of your emotions. Don't feel the pressure that you have to hide your anger or sadness, whatever it is. You can handle it. You can figure this out. And a great way to pull yourself out of terrible, terrible moods, whatever you want to call those, the ones that don't feel good, fear or anger, uh, sadness. This is this is huge. I'm so adamant about it. You have to claim your appreciations. That's a huge thing. It's so hard. The mind can't think of 
for for us to be able to say, yo, I really I'm pissed at this. I hate this. I hate that. And also be thinking about, man, I'm so thankful for this. And I appreciate that. That's that does not work well. You start counting your appreciations. You claim your appreciation for the day, every single day. Today, I I appreciate a microphone, which I'm recording this on. I appreciate coffee that I had earlier. I appreciate the fact that I'm wearing clothes that are comfortable and I'm not in an office with a stiff necktie because for me, I really hated doing that. And I did it a good chunk of my, my post-college life. So I'm so thankful every day that I don't have to do that. Those are some appreciations for today. I'm claiming it. I hope you claim your appreciations. I hope this helps. It's okay to feel all the things, all of the things that we feel. It's okay. These aren't good and bad. It's just signals that something needs attention. That's it for now. Much love. Peace. Peace.